What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Second Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Linares. I'm your other host, Elijah Venencia. I can't remember if we we still haven't gone back and confirmed there, but I said Heat and five, maybe Heat and six. So, I mean, Heat Nation, we're, we're up 1-0 on, on the fraud-ass Knicks. I mean, people were, <laughs> people were saying, I don't know if the Heat can go into MSG all this shit. I was like, of course, the, the Cavs are from Cleveland. Of course, they can't play in a fucking arena. But, you know, this is Miami we're talking about now, so... I mean, we, we handled our business there. Um, MSG's week. I, had to get that I, I respect that. I was a little bit worried at the start of the game, though. Like you said, I mean, it's MSG. Like, it is the big, bright lights. And the Heat were down early on, but they came to play in the second half for sure. So, good game. I think if it was in Miami, it would have been a big Heat win. It ended up being a pretty good Heat win. Yeah. Kind of, you know, close to 10 or whatever. More than five. But, um yeah, I think it would have been like a blowout if it was in Miami. Like, I think that the crowd, the atmosphere really just yeah. got the Knicks like in it off rip. And then um, it, they kind of just caught up to reality, which is unfortunate for them. But yeah, Jimmy, obviously unfortunate potential injury yeah. there at the end. A little sus. He'll I be would fine. be a little bit worried. I think he's a dog. He got that dog in it for yeah. sure. He should be all right, but definitely not. This isn't fraud Bastianis we're talking about or fraud Julius Randle, you know, like Jimmy's not going to sit games like that. Like, I think he'll be able to go. He he was in the game still, so. Yeah, it was kind of weird. He was just sitting there in the corner, like, doing his <clears throat> yeah. shooting form, and I was like, all right, I don't know what. You know, he's he, he was trolling. Ball. Yeah, he was. I didn't know what was going to happen. And then they would just switch on defense. So I feel like at that point, you shouldn't even be out there, but whatever. <laughs> yeah, during, the, like, the last possession, I can't – I think it was Brunson driving. Or it was maybe – it was Josh Hart, actually. Josh Hart had Jimmy on him and switched Kyle Lowry – onto it which that that made no sense um jimmy was hurt yeah kyle lowry had four blocks in the game so i mean that's a dog but yeah a lot of good basketball on today we had game seven warriors versus kings what were your thoughts on that game pretty good i mean the i feel like the kings inexperience really showed i feel like mm -hmm. that was the biggest difference um kavon looney was looking like prime shack out there like that was sick. he really was that was three fun. games of 20 plus rebounds in one series is crazy 10 or 11 offensive rebounds alone, yeah. which is more than many people get total rebounds and steph obviously did his thing i was a steph hater i actually love steph a lot first and then there was a couple years where i yeah. think i was just sick of the warriors and i was like i hate steph curry he threw the mouthpiece he was just uh -huh. winning everything i was like i'm done with steph i'm back on steph i'm just appreciating greatness the man turned up like yeah like i remember like back in the day like yeah like 2012 2013 you know being big on like steph damian lillard um and then you know kind of like you said there when the once the warriors won the little run when katie was there he's pretty intolerable to me so mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean great performance by him of course so um the marquee matchup lakers versus warriors like this is so this is fine lebron versus warriors i guess we'll say it as like I, I saw a TikTok I had reposted. It was like being tired of LeBron versus the Warriors for five years straight. And then like one last match. Or then uh, I saw like that it was the parallel was the, yeah, one last matchup. Like this is- I'm very um, excited for it. Yeah, this is going to be a great series. So I, I know my goat's going to get it done though. Yeah, we were just talking a couple of weeks ago about, you know, how consistently good those Warriors-Cavs matchups were mm -hmm. and so although it's not Cavs warriors it's lebron and warriors so it's still going to be great i think we can guarantee that lebron he always comes to play in the playoffs ad 
hopefully does his thing. And yeah, the Warriors have been, you know, looking pretty good, but the Lakers have too in the playoffs at least. So we'll see what happens. I mean, it's kind of crazy that this is the matchup we get considering both of them were like lower seeds. <laughs> yeah. They both got the upsets and here we are. Yeah. I mean, all it doesn't matter in the end. Cause I mean, the heat are coming for title number four. So I, I feel like none of this we'll matters anyways, that. but we'll see what happens. And then in the East, we got to talk about Celtics versus 76ers. Obviously I'm a Celtics boy rocking with them here. Joel being doubtful for game one. Obviously, I, you know, I like Joel a lot, but as a Celtics fan, very happy to see that. So I think hopefully Celtics get off to a good start in the yeah. series. We'll see. Um, hopefully they can it's... get up pretty big before Joel gets back. I don't know how many games will be out if more than one at all, but we'll see. James Harden, obviously my boy though. So if somebody has to take the Celtics out, I'm okay with it being James Harden as much as I'm like not yeah. with the 76ers. I always wanted Rockets versus Celtics in the finals and it never happened. I always thought it could happen. And like, yeah, it was like an outside late, chance. Uh huh. In those late James Harden, Houston years, I thought we could get it. We never did. I was disappointed because then that would be like a obviously rock with the Celtics. But if James Harden got a championship, beat yeah, all the win, win. you know, wasted stats, allegations, I'd be that was like, too. yeah, that was like when the Heat played the, the Lakers in the finals. I was like, okay, like, I mean, I obviously want my, my Heat to win, but plan plan the go you know but uh exactly my thing is with the celtics 76ers uh the 76ers can't make it out of the second round i mean Mm-mm. that's been proven every they lost the hawks one year for fuck's sake um yeah. <laughs> they had jimmy they had jimmy butler with the team they have now yeah and still they, lost like and like yeah they just kind of fold every a, year it's tough it's a fraudulent it's a fraudulent franchise like i, I view them in the knicks as very fraudulent um Whereas, you know, the Bucks, Heat, Celtics have, have been there. We've made it there. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think obviously the Knicks and the 76ers very like historically rich tradition, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. But as of late, you know, not too much winning going on over there. So we'll see what happens this year. Obviously, at least they're both in the second round. So maybe things are looking up for them. But as a Celtics fan, I hope it's not. So <laughs> we'll see uh, yeah, what happens. We need, we need the rematch. We need the the trilogy here now so mm-hmm. we gotta and have this that. is this is like such a storied rivalry i mean even from like fucking you know the back in the day with lebron and uh mm-hmm. the big three with the celtics i mean there's just always yep. great playoff matchups so mm-hmm. so we'll see what happens i mean hopefully we do get that heat versus celtics matchup in the eastern conference finals i think that'd be a good one They're always going to be a good one with you know jimmy butler and they just got the dogs on the heat mm-hmm. so always look forward to playing them but Let's get into our songs of the week here. Kick us off here with your first song of the week. So for my first one here, this I haven't listened to this one like a full playthrough in a minute, so it always comes up in shuffle. I have Boom Boom Room by Roddy Rich. Um, I just need to bring up the point of how great of an album. Please excuse me for being antisocial is. Um, I mean, I know you're not really rocking with it too much, but I saw yeah. it on like a little Twitter thread and it was getting the praise it deserves. So, I mean, although, you know, my co-host isn't rocking with it the way that I am. At least the world is so. I guess so. I'll be honest on the record here. I've never heard that song, so I'll have to give it a listen. It's good. Like I don't, I don't know. You, I you always. It's just one of those ones you you never listen to. I guess, or I always bring it up, and yeah, just. I don't like know. This. Yeah, Roddy's just one of those guys. I just don't see myself going after, but he does have some good songs, so I'll have to give it a chance. My first song of the week is "Star" by Brock Hampton. 
recently, our boy Mauricio, we've been getting him on Brockhampton heavier. And because of that, I added star to my basketball playlist. I play at the basketball court with, you know, the speaker so everybody can hear it. And, you know, not everybody's rocking with Brockhampton. And I think star is one of the most mainstream sounding Brockhampton songs. It's got the, I think, really catchy beat, really good references and lyrics. People weren't rocking with the flow. I think the Amir flow obviously gets a lot of hate. The hate is very played out on the Amir flow, but I'm sure since that was like their first time hearing it, it was new to them. So I'll give them a break on the hate on the Amir flow. But then obviously you got the Kevin line to start his verse, which just listen to the song if you don't know it. Yeah. But I mean, obviously that's going to, that's going to open some eyes, raise some eyebrows. Yeah. So I, was like very confused with the hate and then we got that line and i'm like okay it's not even it's fine it's like whatever that's what he's talking about that's his verse you know but yeah i just don't understand it's okay. the hate. not all music's for everybody subjective of course I know. So, um it's all right I- i'm rocking with it that's all that matters so yep yep um, sam with my second pick here it's the seven year anniversary what was it yesterday for views i think so seven years yeah 20 yeah seven years wow I have redemption off of views. Uh, just that back half. Oh, it's such a great song. I mean, this is one of the ones that just, I mean, solidifies views as such a great project. And one that's climbed up my list in the past few years with, I mean, tracks like redemption or just, I mean, it's just solid all around. So. Mm-hmm. I like redemption. It's one of my probably top half reviews for sure. Yeah. Rock with, I haven't heard it in a minute, but it's a good track. My next song is no laughing matter by Boldy James. I had not heard this song since I had seen Goodfellas. And then I was listening through that project and that track came on and I got to the little like outro skit part yeah. where it's this uh, sample of Goodfellas where it's, you think I'm funny, funny like a clown, whatever. <laughs> and I just had a smile on my face. I had to send it to you because, you know, we were on our Goodfellas kick. So really loved it hearing it after I'd seen the movie, obviously. Yeah. Obviously I love when uh, these references make sense, like after afterwards, mm-hmm. after the fact. So um you know i've tried to increase my the amount of movies i watched and everything or you know within the past couple years as i've gotten older so i'm getting a lot more of these references so yeah i like that um with my last one here this song like i don't even don't know why i was just driving home from from work i think or driving home from lunch actually to go back to work and i thought a shoreline mafia and musty i mean if we had a song you know that defined every year of high school freshman year sophomore year this would be my junior year song so oh, okay uh just such a i mean just such a banger honestly i've been banging it since so shout out shoreline mafia i rock with shoreline mafia they are somebody that all the songs kind of just go together for me like i'm not good <laughs> identifying which one's which but i just like know the songs so i don't know musty by name but i've probably heard it i rock with shoreline mafia though it's an interesting pick somebody we have definitely not talked about in the pod i don't think so yeah so, like that shout out there yeah obviously that's kind of like the purpose of, to bring up a song or an album or an artist that we've never brought up before so that's the kind of the point we tried to make whenever we brought this this little three song d tweaks to this so mm-hmm. love that my last song of the week definitely something we've talked about before chance the rapper but the song this week is juice finally on streaming services for the 10-year anniversary of acid rap so happy obviously we had acid rap come to streaming services probably you know four years ago or whatever it was and juice wasn't able to get cleared very disappointing because that's like 
the hit off of acid rap yeah. and probably many people's first introduction to chance the rapper so finally having it on streaming services is just great maybe it's a little bit too late some would say but better late than never i'm happy to have it yeah no i mean I, i'm never gonna complain about a song getting added so i mean it's never too late of course so i do feel that but i feel like it would have been just yeah i guess in all terms acid like, rap at once would have been great mm-hmm. you know and so now it's like oh whatever because now there's two different acid raps and the only difference yeah. is that one song and it's just like all right what are we doing but i'm just happy to have it whatever small yeah, details yeah, that's that's more the interface of like these Spotify and uh, Apple Music. Like they gotta be find a way to get all this together. But mm-hmm. um, that's a flaw there. But I mean, great apps nonetheless. So, yep, for sure. Let's get into today's topic though. Shout out to producer Devin. He gave us a good idea for an episode. This is something kind of different than anything we've done before. It might be fast. It might be slow. I don't really know the cadence of how this is gonna go. It's yeah. gonna depend about how much we go into these people, I guess. But the idea is. We're going to name five rappers for the other person, and you have to name the first song of theirs that comes to your head. And then we'll talk about those artists a little bit, maybe talk about our favorite song, best song. You know, there's obviously a distinction between the best and favorite, but we'll just talk about some other songs from those people and just excited to get into some of these people that we haven't talked about too much. I like that Shoreline song of the week inclusion because that's kind of a good segue into this. So let's get into it. All right, I'll, I'll kick it off. I'll give you an artist. Um, I was curious about this one, obviously, just back in my mind here. Uh, let's start off with Mac Miller. Mac Miller, <laughs> it's funny. I actually had like a feeling like you're going to pick him. Yeah. And the song that like came in my head first was Dang. And okay. that's pretty random. I feel like that wouldn't be everybody's first pick. I feel no, like that, yeah. It's, but it's like one of my favorite Mac Miller songs, truly. It is my like one of my favorite summer 2016 songs that was like when i was first getting anderson pack and so when him and uh, mac were on that song together it was just a great track very summer 2016 like just riding around listening to that it was really hitting then yeah i mean that's a good choice that's not yeah like you said um i don't think a lot of people would have picked that as the one that first comes to mind but obviously you know good reasoning there with that so yeah i think it's just one of the mac miller songs i think i've listened to a lot but that's just one like that has so many memories attached to it. Like mm-hmm. I feel like any song that you listen to in the summer where you're doing things, especially a summer, yeah, like the first summer out of high school where you're really just like, I don't know. I feel like life's kind of changed at that point. So that's very, uh, you know, core to my growing up, I guess. Yeah. And we'll, we'll be talking about some of the summer songs. I mean, here soon, we want to give it about another month or so or a couple of weeks at least. So, so it feels like summer a little bit more. So stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. Let's talk favorite slash best Mac Miller here. What would you go with here? This is such like an interesting one because I mean he's almost he almost had two different careers. Um, mm-hmm. I I really found it hard not to pick like 2009 or something off Swimming or, or Circles just because of like how beautiful those albums are, how beautiful those songs are. Um, I'd say I really enjoy 2009 the most, and I'd also agree with that maybe the best. I think that's definitely a valid pick. I think for me, one of mine would be Perfect Circle Godspeed. That's, you know, he's kind of has these two different careers. That's kind of in the middle. Like it's kind of breaking up the early Mm -hmm. Mac into this like more mature, different production type Mac. And I think that's such a good song. Like it truly to me is just such a good look into Mac Miller and what he was going through. And it's similar. When I think of that song, I think of kind of like Lil Peep. Like Lil Peep was talking about so much of his life 
and like people just overlooked at the time mac miller was doing the same thing on a track like that and so for that reason it's really like one of my favorites it just like stands out when i think about his career but there are so many good ones on the newer projects so i don't think you can go wrong with 2009 like you said i think that's a, a very valid pick yeah i mean obviously a ton of different options and it's definitely like subjective to the vibe you're feeling i guess because you know like mm-hmm. it's just like we said two two different careers there so yeah i'm not bumping perfect circle godspeed like every day but when yeah. i hear it i'm like oh okay that's one yeah, so. <laughs> all right let's go into one for you here we were just talking about him i want to give him a little more love this episode chance the rapper uh, i gotta go with prom night that's the Ooh. first one Ooh. first one that comes to mind that's the one i bumped the most as well um obviously got like no problem ones like that but prom night i can remember like the first time i heard it because i at first you know initially i didn't listen to chance too much this is probably like 2016 2017 and i used to watch like these me and anthony uh one of them boys we used to li- uh like watch these like football highlights or like football mixes like the the songs are like kind of go with the mix like if the beat drops like a big hit happens or like, uh-huh. someone gets juked out stuff like that it was like a college football mix and prom night was in there and it was uh some mm. like different mix with it and i still bumped that one a little bit more but i also obviously obviously like the og beat to prom night and everything but i mean yeah that one's got some memories attached to it obviously so that's fire that's not one that i would expect to see in a highlight tape but yeah it the different I'll have to, like send it maybe sense. The, yeah i gotta send see the this. video it's it's fire honestly i watched it the other day actually because prom night came on i was like okay i'll go watch it yeah it brings it back that's fire when you think a chance like favorite best do you have a one that stands out as best versus prom night or are you rock i, I with prom really night? i honestly like would say i rock with prom night like just like the i mean just the storytelling through prom night is it's great mm-hmm. um so I'll go a prom night for me. Um, what would your answer be? This is tough because Chance is somebody where I, you know, he's been my favorite rapper for so long of my life that it's tough to pick one. And I think the one that I just like go back to and I'm just like, man, that's like a special one is Finish Line Drown off a coloring book. I don't know why, but that's just like one of my all-time favorites. His second verse on that one of my all-time favorite chance verses no question and so i think as a whole it's a great song you got the no name feature on it too t-pain does his thing on it as well yeah. i think there's a lot of good songs coloring book kind of to me just has like more moments of my life attached to it like acid rap i was in but then coloring book was just like when i became like a diehard yeah. chance fan so it just has a special place for me but then there are so many good ones on acid rap i think i actually might have to go acid rain i'm going acid rain <laughs> Then I'll go finish line number two. I feel like it's, rain, it's always a, it's always a mood too. Like literally you could ask me the same question two weeks from now and my answer may be different. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just all about vibes that's hitting right now. So I agree. Like I haven't been on acid rain in a minute, but I think all time I have to go with that. I kind of, it kind of slipped my mind till I was like mm-hmm. thinking about the acid rap ones. Got to go with it though. Yeah. That's like with Drake, like, look what you've done, you know, tracks like that. Like, look what you've done will never not be the, best drake song to me you know like it may not get bumped as much or stuff like that but it's just one that's just solidified there so we have here let's go with logic i got one in my head and i cannot think of the title of it 5 a.m 5 a.m is the first one that's in my head yeah yeah is that the one I seen a lot of shit. Yep, that's five. That's five a.m. <laughs> okay, that was the first one I heard. Heard logic. That was the first song that came to my head. That's random. 
that's the point of this i guess there we go yeah you're singing it in your head and if you're like oh, is it 5 a.m and then like five a. that's your guess you know yeah that's kind of crazy because that's i don't know the last time i heard that song but when he said logic i was like all right yeah <laughs> yeah well i got a lot of memories attached to logic as well so i like bringing him up whenever we have the chance to when i talk about favorite logic though i think i'd have to go with something like off of under pressure for sure and I think I would lean maybe soul food. I like soul food a yeah, lot. Yeah, I like so that. That's right up there with mine. I would have to go. I I can't pick. I can't narrow down one because I mean, like Logic's just one of the ones where I feel like he has had so many consistent great tracks. Like it's hard to choose one. I put soul food up there. I like till the end a lot, and then forty four bars as well. So ooh, forty four bars. I like that. Yeah, shout to Logic somebody we don't talk about too much but definitely deserves those flowers yeah of course yeah i mean that run back in the day was something so yeah let's move on to your next one here this is actually a very good segue when i saw logic in concert i think for the first time opening up for him joey badass what song do you think of with joey badass uh survival tactics or survivor's guilt i mean either those like go hand in hand of course uh uh-huh. um, Oh, obviously I said Rebel Tactics first. Um, I mean, Joey's just that he was actually on here for me to choose, like as one of my backup options. So I'm glad we didn't uh, overlap there. But I mean, just obviously a great, great track. And then like the parallels with Survivor's Guild as well. I feel like those they don't mm-hmm. really connect the way they sound or anything like that. But the parallels of what they're about or who Survival Tactics is with, you know, and then that. So um, mm-hmm. phenomenal track. So of course definitely a fire connection there great pick i think that's like a pretty unanimous choice for joey like that's an all-time 2010s staple so definitely a good pick there i'll give flowers to penny royal as well that's one of my favorites off of 1999 um moving on to the next one here we got titty boy two chains and it is i'm different (laughs) i'm different now would just go so it was so yeah, like I'm different. I'm him. Like that would literally just it'd be perfect nowadays. I know he was kind of before his time with some of the catchphrases and the different stuff like yeah. that. But yeah, that's the two chain song that I always come to my mind for one specific story, and that is when I was in high school, we were on the bus to the basketball games, and this is like when beats were really becoming popular. Yeah. So if you had beats, you were really <laughs> him. And I remember there was this guy on my basketball team, and he was listening to "I'm Different," and one of our assistant coaches just kept hearing the beat, the piano, you know, and I feel like after a while, you know, yeah, I feel like after a while, it might get a little yeah. bit annoying. <laughs> Especially, I think it was after a loss. And so he just kept hearing it. And he was like, he was like, the next time I hear that, I'm going to come back and snap those goddamn beats. And <laughs> I think he kept playing it and even turned it up. But yeah, it was a, a very funny classic basketball bus. I feel like, that's one of the situations where like it's not supposed to be funny so it's way funnier like yeah, we were sitting like, there like you know we probably just lost by 20 or whatever we're on the bus back and yeah it was not supposed to be funny games got, but it was he's got 30 piece in a freshman game fucking yeah driving. <laughs> yeah it was tough i think it was actually a game at schlarman if i remember right but i could be wrong oh yeah if you're coming home with a loss from schlarman yeah you, you better not hear anything on that fucking it, bus. it was early <laughs> on it i think it was my freshman year 
Okay, yeah, you better not be. You should be able to hear a fucking pen drop in that bus. If, yeah, exactly. If you just lost your slime in. <laughs> yeah, that was that was in the start of the come up. You know, yeah. So it was tough. Uh, my next one here for you. We got Trippy Red. Ooh, Topanga. I gotta go with Topanga. Ooh. Just because uh, I've told this story before, I'll tell it again, of course. So during like covid we would uh we you know play madden all day like franchise mode just just do random stuff like go out, go to eat and champagne and gas was like a dollar 80 like yeah it, like it, we were paying nothing to go to to champagne and fucking eat like eat in the car pretty much like get fucking texas roadhouse takeout stuff like that and um my friend and it used to be like you know four or five of my friends we used to go pack so the energy would just be immaculate when the song played and my friend Nick cannot stand this song. I don't know why, like, don't know what it is, but he absolutely hates this song. And he would try and roll down windows, do all this shit. So I was driving, we were listening to it full blast, pretty much the whole ride there. So that's a vibe. It's a good track. It's not what I go back to too often, but when it comes on, I love it. Yeah, it's a good track nah, for it's, sure. It's, it's one I always got to give that listen to just for that reasoning there. Oh, yeah, it's a good vibe to associate with that. Do you have a favorite all-time Trippy Red song, or would um, that be it? Uh, honestly, with Trippy Red, that was like I felt like I listened to them a lot more in high school and stuff like that. Um, mm-hmm. One that always will not my favorite, no, not my, not the best either, but another one that I feel like needs to mention: fourteen hundred nine 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 freestyle with him Good and one. Juice. It's oh, it's one. that one goes hard. So yeah, I feel like I have different phases. Like I feel like I don't go super into like one Trippy Red album, but like when I hear a song. I'll go with it for a little yeah. bit. Like the most recent one was probably like last year and it was Love Scars 3. Like I hadn't really uh-huh. heard it. And then I heard it and I was like, I love that song. But there's so many like Wish or Taking a Walk. Like when I had a yeah, Taking a Walk's two, a great one as well. There, yeah, so. yeah. yeah. All right. Moving on here. So for your fourth one here, we got Wheezy F, baby, Lil Wayne. Ooh, there's so many Lil Wayne songs, but the first one that comes to my mind is Blunt Blowing. Same here. That's what I was like. Okay, I, was thinking, I was thinking it in myself. I was like, yeah, Blunt Blowing. Yeah, that's fire. I have a core memory of Blunt Blowing, and that is when I was in like eighth grade soccer, I think. So backstory, you know, if you're not from Hoops and there's Jerkers 1 and there's Jerkers 2 for soccer. Jerkers 1 had all the dogs, all my friends, <laughs> and I was stuck on Jerkers 2 just getting beat by eight every game, like having an awful time i had to play goalie for half the game because nobody else could do it and then i would go play forward and i would just try to let up like two goals and then try to go score a couple but then whoever was in goal would let up you know like seven more so (laughs) i had really no chance of winning um so very unfortunate but there was one game where i played goalie the first half and then the second half i went out and i scored three goals and Uh blunt blown by Lil wayne was the last song i listened to in the car (laughs) and so it was just in my head the whole time so poor memory there yeah, I mean, Lil Wayne just has way too many to choose, like a favorite or a best even. So, I mean, mm-hmm. Blunt Blowing's for sure the one that, that came to my mind as well. So, W pick there. Oh, yeah. Let's go on to your next one here. We got 21 Savage. That's crazy because he was going to be your next pick. Ooh. I got uh, Ric Flair Drip, though. Okay. Um, Just, I mean, such a fucking tough song. I mean, and 21 Savage, I mean, just anything he puts out is just hard, like just super super tough um another one that just kind of like randomly comes to mind like a sad 21 savage song is ball without you like i can't remember Ooh, I like that. someone posted it the other day so that's the that'll i'll bring in an additional 21 savage song there as well so 
I appreciate that. That's a that's another good one to mention. It's in one of my like late night vibe type playlists, so yeah, I'm always rocking with that when it comes on. Shout to Twenty One. I think I the first one in my head is like No Heart or X or something like one yeah, of those early Twenty Ones. Yeah, I say like 2017, 2018 is kind of when I first got into them, so I kind of missed that 2016 phase. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, obviously, just tons of great options. Yeah, you were like 11 years old. So yeah, yeah, I was like, I was like, <laughs> I was starting kindergarten when fucking <laughs> when he dropped his cipher. So yeah. Um, for your last one here, I I got to use an alternate, and I was deciding, do I want to use this alternate or use 21 Savage? So I'm kind of I have one of those too, and I'm gonna do the alternate. We got we got the first brown boy to get it popping. We got Nav. Ooh, it's hit. Everything hit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't listen to Nav too much. I think I listened to song like within the past week though. So it's funny to bring that up. And I don't even want to talk too much about Nav. Nav, you get enough love because this is the perfect tie-in. You gave me one of the first brown boys. I'm gonna give you another brown boy. Gun to your head, name your favorite French Montana song. <laughs> Uh, unforgettable. Ooh, that was a good one. That was fast. But the, but the PMB the PMB Rock remix hit way harder. That's the only reason why I know because I knew PMB Rock had remixed it. So, I mean, just we're in it with two brown boys that got it popping. That's um, fire. Two goats there. So, oh yeah, I had to it. tie it in. With Devin, Devin. Pagan. This, you know, we had to give a nav mention somewhere. Nav episode on the way. Collab with him. So stay tuned. It has to. Has to. Shout out to the brown boys though. Let's get into the news of the week. Great to talk about all these different artists, but let's talk about some other artists that dropped this week, starting with the releases. We got projects from Jack Harlow, G Herbo, Mike Dean, T Grizzly, Homicide Gang, Draco the Ruler, and Labyrinth. Then we got some singles from Russ, Skepta, Lucky, Lupe Fiasco, Eam Triplin, Chance Dropping Juice, Tame Impala, and Thundercat, Conway the Machine, Rich the Kid, Rico Nasty, Tease of Touchdown, and there's even more. This was a very solid week. We're, we're picking up. Like, this is a very solid, like, filler week. You know, it's not the best week of the year, not the worst week of the year. Like, this is just, like, a, a random week last year. This is, mm-hmm. I mean, very solid. Um, the Jack Harlow project, I, I really enjoyed that. I felt like it felt a lot more like Jack Harlow than Come Home, The Kids Miss You did. Um, there was a track that I don't, this is like, I don't, I guess it just hits for me, of course, being like the youngest cousin, like, you know, I was kind of hanging around like John or you, Jonathan, of course, and like Austin. And then mm-hmm. like, obviously you guys, you grew up, went into high school. Uh, which one is it? Blame on uh, me. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I was like, damn, this is my life. <laughs> like not, <laughs> not to the depressing way, like not to that extent there, but like, yeah. kind of, I kind of felt, you know, some, some vibes there with that. So I just had to bring that up for the pod, man. That's crazy. I, I don't feel that, but I feel that. Yeah, yeah. Time. Obviously, you didn't uh, have like that bigger cousin, or you know, uh-huh. stuff like that. But I get where you're coming from. That is a, a fire tie-in, and it's the beautiful thing about music is like, I did not even like think about that. But <laughs> yeah, like, that's the one of the first things you thought about, probably. So that's crazy. Um, yeah, I'll piggyback on what you said here, though. I think it's a very good sort of return to form for Jack. I think even he's kind of aware. It sounds like. <laughs> That yeah. he kind of like sold out a little bit with Come Home, The Kids Miss You. Like there was one track, I don't remember which one it was, but he was kind of talking about like all the people that review about him. Like what if they're right? And like he's mm-hmm. kind of they are. And self-awareness, I mean, I think that gets you a long way and it helps you kind of come back to where you were at if you were already at a good place. And so yeah. I think there's some good tracks in here. Denver was a very good song. But the one that just like stands out to me that I don't know how to feel about is Gang, 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 where he's talking about like yeah. – 
uh, yeah, Marcus like, and Kevin, like these friends that <laughs> yeah, uh, on some just bad shit, crazy just stuff. Like, yeah, and it's just interesting. I like the sentiment of the song. Like you grow up, and you know these are your dogs. Like you're riding with them, yeah. and then maybe they're not doing something that you're. You know, you're, you're with, with. I hope yeah. you're not with that, Jack. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but to the extent of that, I don't know how many people can really relate to that. Maybe more than I'm aware of. But if that's something he's actually living through, you know, great for him to be able yeah, to talk I mean, about that. But yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of crazy. <laughs> this one felt like a like obviously you know, come the kids miss you is kind of like, I guess like a media put or like you just want the attention from that. I felt like that's kind of what it was. Um, but with this here, I felt like this is Jack Harlow being more real. And, you know, I feel like as an artist, that's a really underrated aspect is being able to, you know, like pour your heart out or, you know, talk about these things. So um, I feel like this this album could do a lot for him personally. Mm-hmm. 100%. I agree. I think so much of his, you know, come up was storytelling, talking about, you know, his perspective on stuff and just putting out pretty good music and then he was just trying to do pop hits, it felt like. Yeah. And so now trying to get back into that great to see that so i think that's a good step for his career and you know we'll see how it's received it's looking like it's going to sell about fifty thousand first week which is you know that's re- very yeah, good. really good for like yeah. no no fucking um there was no really what's the word i'm looking for here the no advertise yeah, yeah yeah no promotion for it or anything so mm-hmm. or yeah, very little at surprise least surprise so. drop really yeah so just off his name alone he's doing that which is obviously very telling to where he is at in his career so good to see him you know use the popularity and go back to the quality love that uh some other good songs here though too i really like the single from lucky always in a rock with him and then teaser touchdown you know he's kind of been waiting to put that debut out the project it feels like so anytime we get like a song from him very happy yeah uh, like i said very solid week um uh still i want to give a listen to uh the mike dean i haven't i feel like that's one i need to like sit down and put headphones on yeah really enjoy that listen so um yeah i mean just a great week labyrinth as well i'm sure we'll see it in euphoria so yep the mike d one was definitely cool so um good to get music from him and especially with the weekend involved you know it's going to be good but it's been a pretty light week so i guess the only other news that's really dropped this week is kendrick lamar's the big steppers tour has become the highest grossing tour ever by a rapper grossing over 10 million dollars or That's sorry, insane. 110 million dollars. Yeah. yeah, I was like, yeah, I was 110 like, million dollars. Like, um, no, that's insane, and I'm sure we're just gonna keep seeing this record get broken. I mean, as you know, you have these Drakes or maybe Travis's next time. I'm sure it'll just keep getting broken there. But obviously, just phenomenal stuff. Yeah, especially like as rap becomes pop, essentially, and yeah. rappers are able to do big tours and even bigger venues, like when Drake does a stadium tour instead of, you know basketball arenas i think he's gonna probably shatter this record it'll be crazy if he does you know 30 stadiums in a summer he'll shatter this so uh we'll see what happens but very exciting to see these rappers just continue to grow the genre so beautiful i'll never forget j cole saying this summer i'm selling out wrigley's and i'm still waiting so still waiting jermaine we'll see maybe this summer but i think that's really gonna wrap it up hopefully there's a little bit more news to get into next week but we did it last year our summer playlist we talked about summer music coming up we'll get into some more summer music but next episode is going to be our summer playlist 20 songs we think you should listen to this summer gonna be fire you don't want to miss it so we'll see you guys next week see you guys